What's up, Wadi College? Here we are with our Come and See podcast. This comes out every Wednesday. So welcome to the podcast. We are here with you today. We've got Vic Doss, college pastor. We have Carly Mapowitz, communications intern, Caroline Head, communications intern, and me, Joel Shimpo. Here's our question today. If you're a Christian, should the world hate you? So it's a, it really is a good question because if we're going to follow Jesus and the world hates Jesus, should the world hate us? And the, the really short, quick answer to that is yes. Uh, Jesus says to his brothers, the world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify that its works are evil. John actually gives us some context in the, in 1 John by saying uh, the world's going to hate you because Cain hated Abel. He says in 1 John 3.13, Do not be surprised, my brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. So there's an expectation in the Bible that there's going to be opposition uh, toward followers of Jesus. And I think there's a, there's a way to press into that question that will help us. I mean, we're not supposed to go out looking for, obviously, for opposition to see who we can offend or uh, anything like that. But that Jesus is the light, and anytime light comes into darkness, darkness pushes back against it, and and that's what we see when you're living a life uh, of holiness, where you're pursuing Jesus, you're trying to live like Jesus, and the, and the truth comes up against lies. It's going to get contentious. Yeah, Luke tells us the same thing. You will be hated by all for my name's sake, but not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance, you will gain your lives. So we kind of see the same thing we see in John, that there's darkness in the world, but the light comes into the world and the darkness will not overcome it. Yes, you will be hated for my name's sake, but by your endurance, you will gain your lives. So we, we have hope in that the darkness will not overcome the light. So if you're a college student, one of the places that's going to be that you may feel the most pushback. In fact, I'm almost confident this is where you're going to feel the most pushback is in the area of sexual ethics, uh, say gender roles, even um, the biblical view of gender, male and female, and human sexuality is so counter to the world, the prevailing worldview right now on most college campuses that. That just to speak the truth, to read verses out of the Bible about gender and sexuality will cause people to, to be angry. Um, but the reality is the Bible, if we believe this, that God is love and God cares about us and that God's commands and the precepts in the Bible are put there for human flourishing, which is what we believe, that if you live by the principles of the Bible, every culture will thrive and flourish. But men hate the light and love the darkness, we've been told in John. And so when you shine the light on a worldview that's perverse, they're, they're going to push back against it. So the answer to the question is yes. If you live for Jesus, you love Jesus, and you care about people, and you want to see them thrive and flourish by obeying the commands of Jesus and loving Jesus as well, you're going to get some pushback. And as the Bible tells us, the world's going to hate you but you can take joy in it. It's interesting in the Luke passage, I think, that he says not a hair on your head is going to be harmed. That's, a, that's probably another podcast, but we know this. People that have stood for the truth have been beheaded. What he's getting at there is there's an eternal reward. There's, a, there's an eternal joy that's going to surpass anything you're going to have to endure in this world. You know, we know that Jesus, for the joy set before him, endured the cross.
the hatred of the world is it's a real thing. Um, I think a, actually a companion sort of piece to that is if you're not attracting the kind of people Jesus attracted, you may need to check your gospel message as well because Jesus attracted some pretty crazy marginalized people, uh, people caught in adultery, uh, a woman who's had six husbands, blind, homeless, beggars. The church is this weird place in every culture where people are pursuing holiness and righteousness, but really um, marginalized, broken people in the New Testament are very attracted to it. And so it's, it's sort of a two-sided coin there. The world's going to hate you, but in some strange way, the most broken, marginalized people ought to be drawn to us because they were drawn to Jesus. So if we go back to the verse we started with in John chapter 7, it says, The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify about it that its works are evil. So it all goes back to how when we speak the truth and when we show people the gospel, which is truth, then it's going to bring into light certain things in people's lives. It's going to show people certain things that maybe they don't want to bring up or they don't want other people to see. And when that happens, you're going to see resistance. And oftentimes that resistance can build to you know, hatred. It can build to where people really get upset with you. Here's where I think you will find that you are hated the most. It's when you go into the darkest places. When you move into the darkest areas of our world, you're going to find the oftentimes the greatest resistance. And when we start shining a light on those areas, then you will see how people can get pretty upset. And, and that's when we have to fall back on the fact that Jesus said, this is going to happen to you. So be ready for it. Don't be surprised by it. First John says to us, don't be surprised when you're hated. And so if you're walking into an area that seems dark, then don't be surprised if some hatred comes your way as you stand for the gospel.